Welcome to the Scoop Troop, where we talk about everything entertainment, including movies, TV shows, and video games. My name is Marcos, and I'm here with my good friend, Jacob. Today, we will be talking about David Fincher's film, Fight Club. But first, I have a question for you, Jacob. What have you been watching or playing this past week? I have been watching. My sister's been doing a Marvel marathon. She's watching every Marvel movie chronologically, timeline-wise. So anytime there's one that I really enjoy, I hop in and... I watched Iron Man, and let me tell you, some of those lines hit differently after you've seen Endgame. <laughs> like, there's some emotion behind those lines now that probably didn't have any emotion before, so I think that's really cool. And for other than that, other than the Marvel movies, I think I've been playing a little bit of Xbox. And I'm playing this game I'm really into right now called Wasteland 2. It's an RPG. And I'm kind of just messing around with it. I'm not like there's not really a big game out that I want to play before The Last of Us 2 comes out. So I'm just messing around with that. What about you? So right now I'm about halfway through the new Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. And I've been enjoying it a lot. I'm trying to finish it up so that we could do a review on it. I know you've already finished it and you really loved it. I really have been enjoying it a lot so far. I love the characters in that game for sure. They're so standout. They're so memorable. And yeah, that is definitely the standout part of that game for me. As far as movies, I just started Casino by Martin Scorsese. So I'm working my way through that one. And I saw Django for Django <laughs> uh, today. And yeah, the D is silent. Uh, today and yesterday, I just finished up like the last 30 minutes today. I really, really love that movie. I thought it was super funny, super engaging, and I definitely would probably go back and watch it again. I'm trying to get my fiance to watch it, but she isn't as into like Quentin Tarantino, Mars Scorsese type movies as I am. But I'll probably get her to sit down and watch it anyways, because I really did enjoy it a lot. Would you say that's your favorite from him? I think you told me, but I'm not sure. So far, I would say yes. From what I have seen from him, yeah, I would say so far. But I need to go and watch a couple more of his movies to really be able to say. Um, I'm planning on watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood since I still haven't gotten into it. But for now, yes. Wait, can I go on a little tangent? Yeah. It bugs me that you watch movies in sittings. I can't. I can't do that. It really bothers me. <laughs> I don't know how you can start a movie and then pause it and then come back like the next day. Like with Fight Club, you finished it in like two days, no? You watched it and then started watching it again? Well, I started it really late at night, probably like 10 or 11. So by the time it was like in the last 20 minutes or so, that's when I stopped watching it. Oh, like almost finished the whole thing. Even worse. I know. Um, But for me, the reason why, for the most part, I usually watch movies just straight through. I don't really take a break or anything. But with these movies we've been doing that are super long, like two and a half hour movies, and with what I have going on throughout the week, usually it ends up coming down to like, I just have to break it up or else I'm not going to be able to watch it in one sitting. So so yeah, it's almost not by choice. I would rather just watch the movie all in one sitting. So. Okay, at least you want to. Because I, I feel like you're a monster if you do that because you like to watch movies in pieces. Actually, if you're listening, let us know if you like to watch movies all the way through or you don't mind cutting them into pieces. And if you do do that, please unfollow us and don't listen again. Thank you. 
So what were your first impressions on Fight Club then? Well, I think I actually texted you when I was done. I put, or like before I, before I watched it or after I watched it? Before. Um, well, it had already been spoiled for me, kind of. I don't think you can really spoil that movie <laughs> after watching it. Um, so I was a little bit bummed because the people always talk about that twist and how like, oh, it's like so great. So I was a little bit bummed and it kind of discouraged me from watching the movie. And um, I knew it was going to be a think, a think piece, something that makes you think. So I was like, and you're right, like we have been watching movies that kind of require a, a lot of attention and are a little bit longer than, I guess, normal than average. So I was kind of like, oh, man, like almost dreading it in a way, but not because I thought it was going to be bad, just because I was like, I knew I was going to have to pay close attention. And then to kind of with everybody in the house now because of the lockdown, sitting down for two and a half hours uninterrupted, which is how I like to watch movies, is kind of hard. So. Yeah, I was a little, I was a little worried just because I thought I wasn't gonna get a good experience, but I ended up liking it. I think we'll see. It's <laughs> a lot to talk about. And you? What about you? So for me, this movie was recommended by a couple people, so I want to shout them out. I want to shout out to Aaron, who was a really big advocate for us to do this movie, and also a friend of mine, Richie, who also wanted us to do this movie. And now that we have seen it. I think we understand why they wanted us to do it because there is a lot to talk about, a lot to think about inside of this movie. So going into it, I didn't know what the twist of the movie was, unlike you where it got spoiled for you. I had no idea what the twist was. And something that I would say about this movie, especially going into our spoiler-free type review, is it's better going into it knowing less. The less you know about this movie, the better off you'll probably be because it is a roller coaster and a lot of different things do happen inside of it. So it is kind of good to approach it with that empty mindset. Um, Going into it, I thought it was a very, just like a fighting movie, pretty much like an action movie. And I was very wrong about that. It does have action, but it is not, I wouldn't say that's the type of movie that this is. It's more of a part of, I guess you could say like the character's beliefs or the character's motives, but it's not an action centered movie. It's not. And actually, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the action is extremely minimal. Like you get, you get a lot of punching, but it's not punching for like a fight scene. It's almost like to convey emotion and stuff like that, or like a deeper meaning behind these punches in a weird way. So yeah, uh, I, I think I would have had that notion if I wouldn't have gotten it spoiled too. So going into the movie, I really didn't have any expectations. I just thought it was going to be an action movie. I didn't know how good it was or how ungood it was, if I was going to like it or wasn't going to like it. Now that I have seen it, I would say that I did like it. I like that it makes you think. And there's kind of a lot to break down there. Like you had mentioned earlier, this is kind of one of those movies where you'd go and you watch videos on what does it really mean or explain this to me. or Because I think it has a lot of layers. You could look at it very face value. Or you can really dive into what it really means and how everything kind of is interwoven together. So, Did you know the spoiler or did you figure out the spoiler throughout the movie? Like, did you have like, hmm, like at what point did you start, like without getting into spoilers, did you start knowing like, when do you think you got it? Because I feel like maybe just because I knew it, it became pretty obvious at some points. 
Well, I do want to keep the spoiler free part kind of minimal on this one. I think this is one of those movies that you just have to go see it. Uh, yeah, I don't want to give too much away. I don't want to talk about it too much. Just go and see it. And then you could come back and listen to the spoiler discussion because it is worth the watch. I do entirely think that uh, throughout watching the movie, I did kind of start to piece it a little bit together, um, but it didn't ruin watching it. Like even if I had known the twist in the movie, I don't think it would have ruined the movie for me at all. So as far as a rating for this movie, I'd probably give this movie like a, maybe like a seven or an eight. I think it has very memorable characters, <laughs> um, especially Tyler. Tyler is a super memorable guy, man. <laughs> He's not a guy that you'd forget. So for my final rating, I'd probably give this film a 7 or an 8 out of 10. I think it has very memorable characters, such as Tyler. I think he was the standout character for me. The acting is pretty great. There's some moments where the acting is really, really stands out for sure. I can't go into it too much because it would be spoilers, but there is some parts that are very well acted in a very surprising way. I think that the world was really interesting and just the way that they built up the society inside of it. I did really like that. So yeah, I'd probably give this one a seven or eight. I think it's a pretty solid movie. I love that it makes you think. I think this movie was kind of a hard story to write to make it work and to make it flow. But I think they did what they set out to do pretty well. What about you? I am going to break the rules here. I don't have a rating for this movie yet. Um, I feel like this is a movie that needs time to fester. And the more I think about it, I might like it more or I might dislike it. I'll give a range. I think it can fall anywhere from like a 7 to a 9. I don't think it'll be a 10 because I feel like when I watch a movie and like, again, I feel like our skills aren't so like, it's more of how much I like the movie, not how good I think the movie is in a way. Um, when I when I see a ten, I feel like I know a ten, and I know it's not that. And I'm still iffy on some of the things. So like maybe going back, like maybe a rewatch, or just thinking about it more. I like it more because there's a lot to unpack in this movie, which we're gonna get into. So yeah, I'd give it. I'd recommend it. I'll say that's my reading. Like for sure go watch it like it's very very unique so go watch it all right so do you want to go ahead and kick off our spoiler discussions with our quote for the movie yes 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 yes, yes. <clears throat> our great war is a spiritual war our depression is our lives ladies and gentlemen the spoiler discussion of the highly requested fight club I kind of want to go first because I didn't say too much in the spoiler-free one because I want to get into it. Um, one thing I love about this movie is the narration and his uncertainty with figuring out what is real and what is not. I freaking love it. I love narrations in a movie. Anytime it's a narration in a movie, it's like, boom, bonus points. I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. Um, <clears throat> and like you said, the, the layers... I really appreciate the layers because you can get what you want out of it or dig deeper if you want more. There's just like that option. I do think though, by at the end with all the twists revealing that he's they're the same person or he never really exists at the same time. 
And with him killing, trying to kill himself or trying to kill his alter ego got a little bit too confusing for me there at the end for the first watch. So like, yes, I appreciate the layers, but also sometimes it felt like it was a little too much for me. Um, but yeah, those are like my two big things. What about you? Yeah, I did kind of get that feeling at the end when everything was kind of falling together. I was trying to piece it together and it was a little bit hard at first because there's just a lot that happens and a lot that goes on that you're just kind of trying to piece together like what does this character even believe what are his motives who is this character (laughs) there's just a lot of questions that you have so that's why i would say it takes some time to like really digest the movie and maybe even having to go see it a second time to really understand the characters yeah and i think the fact that i already knew the twist and wasn't like mind blown about that and i was still like like freaking catching i don't know like i felt like i was like grabbing like torn pieces of paper in the wind trying to like piece it together at the end like what what what, what's going on like just going back and forth and back and forth and trying to piece it all together like it it leaves you feeling like cool because you're thinking about it but i also like how i said earlier where if i think about it and i don't like it i think i'd be upset because i'm like man now it's just confusing like trying to be smart which I feel like is worse than just being straightforward. Um, another thing, totally side note, I forgot to mention, Brad Pitt with a shaved head is unfair, man. Like, that is not... Like, if I look like that with a shaved head, Jesus, I would never grow my hair out, ever. <laughs> so then, since I know you brought up quite a bit that it's a little bit confusing to kind of understand these characters, and even knowing the twist at the end, it was still a little bit hard to entirely understand exactly what was going on what would you say in the end ends up being like who is tyler like what is his philosophy what does he stand by like are you think he's just um like a like he's just crazy that he doesn't really believe in anything well he's definitely a radical um if i had to like pinpoint his beliefs i wouldn't say he's set in one thing of beliefs like he's not like i wouldn't be able to lay it out and be like oh this is this is tyler's beliefs and desires and wants and motivations completely because he's such an insane character and 75 percent of the movie he's not who you think he is (laughs) um but if anything like the person that comes to mind is he definitely hates capitalism (laughs) like he wants that thing to burn man um and it's not for the sake of hating the people in power, which I feel like is usually the take that's given. It's because of its effect on the people, which I think was really interesting. It was more of like, we have these people chasing the wrong things because of these people, like what they're putting in front of us. And he wanted to free those people. He was all about people being free. And of course, like, I think that's a very interesting concept. And... I, if that anything that's a, that's what i would like label his beliefs as he wanted people to be free and he was kind of willing to do anything to get there and you i think yeah he is kind of a really unstable character where you can't really say too much what he believes or what he doesn't believe because he's just he changes so much Like by the end of the movie, he's barely coming to terms with understanding who he is and that he has this problem. 
and you even kind of see the conflict in his own well you see the conflict in his own character even in the last scene where he's not even entirely sure what he wants so you could say that the ending is just the like the want that he had in that moment but that want might change soon because yeah he didn't really have almost like any patterns he didn't really have anything he just kind of was always just all over the place well, I still, I still think though the thing he always came back to was he wanted people to be free. Like, I don't think he'll ever change to being pro, like corporations or pro. I, I, I can't think of another word for it, but like square corporate person, you know. Like he wanted people to be truly free. It was just his methods that I felt like changed. Like it was simple as starting a little fight club. And stuff like that. And then it eventually grew into a terrorist organization with like a freaking, I don't know, like you said, like cult living arrangement. That was really weird. And that did catch me off guard too by the end. It's like this went from a little fight club to a full out like nationwide terrorist group. So you have to admit that Tyler, if you want to call him, he has the name Tyler, but Tyler and the narrator, they are geniuses in their own way like to be able to orchestrate all that to make all that happen to have all those followers like you have to admit that he is a super smart person i think i think i'm not going to completely agree with that but i think tyler i wouldn't say he's a genius but he understood people so well and i think that's why so many people followed them like when that guy comes in to kick them out of the basement instead of like like he he understands him and ends up knowing that like, Hey, like you punching me is going to make you feel better. (laughs) And he understood that. So I think in that way, yes, he could be seen as a genius, but I wouldn't say like he didn't ever come across as a mastermind to me or anything like that. So why do you think he targeted the financial stuff? Well, because he says when he's in the bus, I think the train station, that these people are so attached to their material things. And because of that, they're getting into debt and they're literally handing over their freedom to these people. So that's for sure why I think he targeted those financial things. He wanted to free people. And I think it's a pretty big commentary and on like debt and the, I mean, American society, I don't know what it's like anywhere else about how we literally accept becoming slaves in a way because of our because of our debt and our money and our wants like it's not it's because we want certain things like how you're saying like some guy's underwear that has his name on it um like little things like that the ikea stuff that that guy was talking about that's why he went after financial things and he even says at the end like he's achieved a step closer to economic equality which I don't really think is what he was chasing, which like kind of threw me off a little bit when he said that. What about you? I agree because I think that finances or financial stability is something that a lot of people hang on for. Like they'll do anything to have money to be able to buy the things that they want, to be able to do the things that they want to do. So if you take away that financial stability, then yeah, like it really makes people reevaluate like who they are and what they really care about. 
Well, I don't even think, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's the financial stability. I think it's literally the materialistic things that people, excuse me, are attaching themselves to. That's why he, that's why Tyler destroys the narrator's apartment because he literally says like, I'm so, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm saying literally a lot. He's attached to those items so much and they just get completely destroyed. Or that's why he blew up his own apartment. Yeah, but so for the sake of this, in my understanding or interpretation, I think, and now I get that they're the same person, but Tyler and the narrator are different people as in character-wise, you get me? Mm -hmm. The things you own end up owning you. That right there, that's his, that's what he says to him when he's in the bar. That's like, I feel like that's the point of the movie. For the most part, until the end where I start feel like it gets a little too out there for me, where I'm like, okay, I thought that it meant this and almost like derailed my thinking. But it wasn't, I don't think it was because of financial stability. It was because of the materialistic possessions that are constantly pushed in front of us and that we feel the desire to like obtain for whatever reason, because we're told to have them and we go to the job we don't like or we deal with the boss we hate because we want those things. Whereas once it's destroyed, his life changed completely when he lost those items. And I even think he says that. What does Fight Club mean to you? I think that Fight Club's an escape to feel real emotions, I guess you can say in a way. Because I feel like something that they talk a lot about is how these people go to these jobs and they do things that they hate. They work with the boss that they hate. They have to put on these fake smiles, these fake everything. And when they're in the fight club, they're able to express their emotions in their, like, I guess you could say in their purest forms. Like when you get hit, that pain you're feeling is because you got hit. Like you're not faking that pain. Whereas when you're at work, like you can be in pain, but you're going to put on that smile and just play it off. But I feel like in the fight club, it's where they were able to be who they really wanted to be. And they didn't have to put on a fake face or anything for anybody else. So it was an escape from the fake lives that they were living in a way. I don't see it too much as an escape. I see it more as a release. Again, to be... I wouldn't say to be more yourself, but to be more free in a way. Again, like going back to his whole freedom thing. Like, yeah, of course, they could take out that anger and stuff, which I think they even talk about at one point where he's like, where'd you go? He's like, I wanted to destroy something beautiful, but it's to where they, yeah, they, they could, they could release all their anger and hate and frustrations. And maybe even like in a weird way, like other emotions, like love or something. Um, But actually that wasn't really my question. I know it's kind of confusing because it's the name of the movie and there's a fight club, but like, I'm, I guess a better way to ask it is, what did you take away from Fight Club? Because I feel like I took something away from Fight Club. Like, did you take away anything? Like a message? Like when you, did it mean anything to you? I would say that the message for me, the takeaway would be not to let things own you in a way. Like don't let your material possessions define you and own you. Don't let your job define you and own you. Like true freedom is when you don't have anything defining you except for you. I guess maybe that would be the message you took away. What about you? Mine's pretty similar. And 
but a little bit different. I feel like it's obviously this is like a completely extreme version of I feel like a lesson you could take out of this, you know. Um, but it to be to kind of like check yourself in the way that why do you want certain things, you know, like. Like, do you ever really stop to think about, like, oh, man, like, I want to buy this sofa. And, like, because that's kind of what they brought up. Like, yeah, it's like, like, if someone were to ask me why I want to buy a sofa, I'd be like, I guess because everybody has a sofa in their house, you know? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be able to give, like, a meaningful answer to that. Or, or, but, of course, this is, like, expanded on the macro scale a little bit more and micro but that's what it would be is be like why are you doing the things you are doing are they doing it because you want to do them or are you doing them for i guess other reasons other than you want to do them so that's kind of like what i took out about it or took out of it of course a little bit more too but i still need to think about this movie more and like again the more i'm talking about it the more i'm enjoying it I actually really appreciate that people recommend this one. So why do you think that Tyler made the alter ego? Do you think he's coping with something? Do you think he had some type of under some type of underlying condition, maybe a traumatic event that happened in his past, but why do you think he's why do you think he made that alter ego? So at first, cuz I knew that it wasn't him, right, going into the movie, so I had more time to think about this kind of. I don't think it's because of any of that i don't think at first i thought maybe it was going to go down a path like of mental health but then i was like okay is narcolepsy really this like is it really like that like do you literally wake up in other places and not know where you were um i i don't know the full extent of that but it be, it, it became kind of almost like the joker in a way with his laughing problem where like i don't think i was supposed to take his problems literally it was obviously like an exaggeration which i feel like this world is a fight club is an exaggeration of sense so i don't think it's anything like that i think he he created the alter ego simply because like he says in the movie like he he did what he couldn't do the narrator couldn't do and that's why the alter ego was made and i think if i understand the ending correctly or what i get out of the ending is that he doesn't need the alter ego anymore, so that's why it goes away. He sees, he's seen now, like you said. In a way, he finds true freedom also, because now he's no longer even bound by his alter ego. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. That's pretty cool. I think that's what this movie's about, is freedom. And they bring it up a lot, too. Well, what do you think? Do you think he had some traumatic... Oh, I do... I did notice something something obviously happened with his dad because it gets brought up quite a bit um and even when it's like so when he's talking to tyler very early on tyler's talking about how his dad was like oh you need to go to school and like what what do i do after school get a job what do i do after that i don't know get married and like his dad wasn't there blah 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 and then later when he's kind of preaching his philosophy to his followers i guess He's like we're um we're a generation of men who was raised by women 
and like I think that's in reference to his dad not being there. So he definitely has issues with his dad, I think. Big daddy issues there. And I think another really big part of his character and his character development is his relationship with Marla. Because you kind of see how he has, like, obviously a very dysfunctional relationship with her. (laughs) Where, like, she even brings it up. Like, sometimes you're nice. Other times, like, you're super mean to me or you just don't want me there. And some people had actually thought that a big part of the movie was him noticing what he had with Marla and, like, truly finding that love with her. And, yeah, that's when they started getting really deep into the movie. (laughs) But did you think that there was any deeper meaning behind him and Marla or the way that that relationship unfold? Well, that was actually one of my questions is what is Marla to our narrator? Because to be honest, actually one of my questions was what is Marla to our narrator? I, I asked that question because honestly I knew there was something there, but I, I just couldn't get it. If there was something, I honestly just couldn't get it. I thought about it for a little bit. And I was just not up to that level of thinking, I guess. Like, to me, the simplest thing is that she was just kind of the connection to him realizing realizing that they were the same people. She was the link. Um, but there had to be so much more because she's there in the, in the AA meetings with him. Um, she wants to go to more with him. They have, like, this weird... And there's this weird thing where, like, I was kind of questioning, like, is she real? Is she not real? Like, did he make her up? Because there's times where she's straight up walking through traffic. And it's, again, like I said, this world's exaggerated, obviously. But I was like, okay, what? Like, that has to, there was not, they made it so obvious that she was just walking in and out of freaking, where, I don't even know where they are. Miami? Miami traffic. And I mean, I've never been there, so I don't know if it's really bad, but I assume it's bad. Just like nothing. And I was like, okay, she like she has a death wish, but she's also like she's suicidal, but she's also still with him. And she's going to these things where people are dying. Like, I guess my understanding was like, Marla, I think, was trying to die. And I think she was trying to accept death. I don't know why. I don't know why she didn't want to live anymore, but I think that's what it is. Maybe something about her dying is being free from her life because I think maybe she was depressed or she hated her life in some sort of way. And they both just kind of went on this journey of becoming free together. I think that was like the only thing I could think of. Do you have anything more? Did you did you hear anything or did you think of anything I think that just by the end, he realized that he really did love her and really did care for her because you do see how he grows more and more attracted to her when he's in like the nicer version of himself, not the Tyler version. You kind of see how he starts to care about her more and more. What was it he had with her? What do you think it was? Well, I think she cared about him. Like, I think she did love him, I guess you could say, because I mean, she went through a lot. (laughs) And was still there for him whenever he called or whenever he needed her. So I do think that they had like a twisted type of love. Like both of them were lost. Both of them were lonely. In a way, both of them were super suicidal. Do you think that the narrator was suicidal? I guess maybe considering how his philosophy worked. 
in a way it wasn't that he was suicidal but he didn't care if he died yeah and so sure. i don't know if that is that's not technically suicidal <laughs> but in a way he just definitely pushes it like he doesn't care if he dies he dies but he's just gonna do whatever he wants well see that's weird that we bring that up because i think marla's the opposite i don't think marla can't die like she's like like right they they say though that she's trying to die and that's why she's walking out to the open traffic but she's going to these meetings where people are dying and she's trying to commit suicide with the xanax and she thinks that she has cancer like i'm i honestly think marla may be like the the 10 hour long <laughs> like video essay that you could do about this movie i feel like she is pretty uh significant in the story but like on a really deep level um do you agree with the views presented by tyler any of the views i think you said it very well where you think that this is a very exaggerated world because i do see where he's coming from as far as like not being controlled by corporate success like buying a sofa for your apartment or just being sucked into your job and that's all that matters to you that's how you define yourself so i do agree in that aspect where you shouldn't find your the definition of yourself and like what you do. I think they even say that where they're like, you aren't your job. And they do kind of hit on that quite a bit. Yeah. I think um, I agree with a lot of his views actually. And I think some of them I kind of live by in a way, not to the extreme that is presented in this movie though. But yeah, I do think though that of course, again, like he's a super extreme like radical idea ideal of this like i don't think material possessions are as bad like i wouldn't freaking blow up my apartment to become more free like <laughs> you know i don't think they're that bad but it's kind of like an extreme version of minimalism i guess I, I i agree with a lot of what he said i think it's really interesting and it's more of like i feel like with these movies when people try to make them like give the message behind them it becomes easy to kind of play like a like blame people like blame the higher ups and stuff like that whereas this one i feel really focuses on you yourself as a person you know well you're allowing it to get like that and in a way like they revolt right to the extreme but i'm like lagging this movie the more we talk about it who the hell is jack do you know what i'm talking about no, I don't even remember. Can you remind me what scenes or where that comes so, from? There's times in the movies where the narrator just butts in mid-conversation and is like, Jack, broken heart. And I was like, what? Or like, Jack was stone cold or something like that. Like, Actually, I'm going to look this up right now because I was so confused. What if Jack was his dad? Maybe. I don't know. Let's see. Let's look it up. Who is Jack? in Fight Club. Oh. Well, would you look at this? And of course, this is, um, I think this is a theory. This is on fandom Fight Club wiki that they're basically saying the narrator is Jack. And he's referring to himself. That's interesting. I mean, that, pretty, that makes pretty much sense. In the novel, this is based off a book? Yeah. Oh, watch. Do you want to hear his quotes? <clears throat> oh, God. I am Jack's raging bile duct. I am Jack's cold sweat. I am Jack's complete lack of surprise. 
I am Jack's inflamed sense of rejection. I am Jack's broken heart. I am Jack's smirking revenge. I honestly feel like you could write a whole essay about that because those weren't just explicit feelings that he said. Those are like deep. Hmm. I guess that answers my question for that one, kind of. That's an interesting... I mean, obviously, if it's in the book, I guess it, it is referring to the narrator. Would you read the book? Mm, I would like to. I'm not too much of a reader anymore. <laughs> but I would like to know what happens in the book or the way that things are explained in the book. Because this movie is really deep, so I feel like a book can flesh things out much more and pretty much explain a lot more things. Well, I think that wraps up our questions. Mostly, anything else you want to add? No. Let me close it out. So, have you seen Fight Club? What did you think? Have you read the book? Is there a lot of differences between the book and the movie? If you have read it, let us know. Come and talk to us about it. Who do you think Jack is? Do you think it is the narrator? Do you think it's dad? or somebody else significant or another alter ego so let us know and continue to give us some recommendations thank you to those of you who recommended this movie we did have a lot of fun watching it and there was a lot to talk about here so if you want to continue the conversation you can contact us in any way and we'd love to talk about it more thank you bye